Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to 88.7. This is your host, Miss Icy Walker of Grow Through, where we discuss the intersection of faith, family, and single life. You guys know the deal. Faith, faith, family, and single life. Most of us dream alike, but we don't think alike. Gotta learn to hustle if you want the finer things in life. Riding as a couple, or maybe it's just a single flight, but highly if you need advice. That's right, advice. If you're trying to be a wife or living the dad life, maybe you moving slow or whipping and welcome back so in the studio today we have an awesome awesome guest and i'm super super excited to introduce her miss jasmine cormier she is the owner of soy society wellness which is this cute candle line that is doing big things in all of texas I mean, I would go in on and on and on and on, but I'm going to leave that to her because she's doing some great stuff. And why not feature an up-and-coming Black woman who is doing some awesome things, you know, just setting examples, you know, trailblazing, all that jazz. Without further ado, I would like to introduce you to Ms. Cormier. Well, hello, Icy, and hello, you future candle clubbers. This is Jasmine Cormier, the owner and candle curator for Soy Society Wellness. Candles for self-healing and intention. Okay, okay, so we had our spill together. I didn't know that, but thank you so much for the spill. It is really nice. Um, so tell us a little about yourself. Yes, so I am a 30-year-old entrepreneur here in Austin, Texas. I have been running Soy Society Wellness for three and a half years. We have just got our third Whole Foods store. Um, we have two here in Austin, Texas and a third location in Houston, Texas. Awesome, so you tell me you're in your third Whole Foods store. Yes, um, that is our third one within Whole Foods, but we are in four other smaller boutiques here in Austin. So please, I mean, this is your time to shine. Please tell us where you're located. Tell us what you're doing with yourself. Tell us where these candles are. So anyone on here can go and support immediately, which I highly suggest you do. All the candles smell great and there's literally something for everybody. Yes, well, if you are in the downtown area, you can stop at the Austin Central Library for their little boutique they have. We are also in the flagship Whole Foods store on Lamar, and you can visit us at Amanda Deer Jewelry on Fifth Street. If you're up in the Mueller area, go ahead and stop by Lilla and Beth Boutique, which is across from Alamo Draft House. You can also find us online via our website, soysociety.com. We are a part of a radical girl gang and the W Marketplace. You can even find us on Amazon. So type in Soy Society Wellness. All right, cool beans. Um, tell us a little about you. Who are you? Who are you? I am more of an introvert. With that, I enjoy reading, doing yoga, making candles. That takes up a big part of my day and hanging out with my dog, Evie. So this is really interesting because, you know, we, we grow up and we say we want to be lawyers and doctors and, you know, we want to I don't know. We want to do a bunch of things. A candle maker. Like, how did this find you? How did you find it? Yes. So since I was a child, I had a great imagination. I wanted to do everything from being a race car driver to a gymnast. Then got to college and decided that I wanted to major in business. And with that, I was in some other organizations. Vision, which was wonderful, but didn't make it. 
From there, I went on and taught dance and yoga with Smooth Essence Fitness, but without knowing how to bring people to the classes, that did not work out. From there, I had a vintage clothing line that you could buy our re or secondhand clothes through Etsy. And yeah, then I wanted something that was gonna actually work and be profitable and allow me a way to escape. So I started making candles. So you've always been entrepreneurial. Like I, I you know, I've been knowing Ms. Cormier for a long time. And these things are very true about her. Um, but I never really until just now kind of pieced together that you are someone of enterprise yourself. You enjoy making money in different avenues. Where did that kind of stem from? Well, I mean, my mom was an entrepreneur. She wrote her own books, wrote her own plays and toured them throughout Texas. From there, my sister also, Rachel, she also had that same drive. So I remember we would get like free CDs from Barnes and Nobles and then we'd go back and resell them. Or she'd buy makeup from like the dollar store and then me and another one of my best friends, we'd go um, during gym class and sell that makeup where there was just like some little eyeshadow palettes or lip gloss. We were in the girls' gym like, hey, are you out of lip gloss? So it really just starts with, you know, asking the question and fulfilling the need and just knowing that people will say no and you're going to get a lot of no's, but, you know, that's the worst that they could say. So don't get, you know, hung up by someone saying no. So, you know, after that, I just kind of wanted to keep doing that. So I had to find my own way. This is interesting. You know, we live in a world that at this point in time, I feel like everybody's attempting to kind of carve out their own lane. And I feel like a lot of the times it does get very scary. You know, you get your nose and you get, you know, defeated in some areas or you feel as though you can't make it because I don't know, like maybe it's not good enough. Did you kind of face those things in the beginning? I did face those often in the beginning, but because I failed so many times in the beginning, it let me know like, yeah, you're gonna have your friends and family, but they're not gonna be the people buying your products. They're not always gonna be sharing your posts. So when I started Soy Society Wellness, back then it was Soy Society Candle Club, I created its own Instagram page and I would share it a couple times on my page, but I really focused on growing the page from within its own page, not focusing on trying to convert my friends to that because they may not be interested. And by keeping them separate, I was able to build its own name versus it being, oh, Jasmine's Candles. Like, no, they're Soy Society Wellness and people recognize them for what they are. I love this. This is a great transition question into my next one, which is, which is basically what goes into your candles? Like what, as we talk about intention and wellness, what goes into you making these candles? Right, so what makes our candles different than most candles not only are they just soy wax, but they're made with a minimum of 30% essential oil. There is no industry standard on how much essential oil has to be in a product for it to be labeled aromatherapy. As long as it does have some essential oil in there, it can use that tag. So by having a minimum of 30%, I know and can stand behind my product saying this is what's in there and that it does have real aromatherapy. What is aromatherapy? Aromatherapy is Kind of like when you smell something and it transfers you back to a great memory where you know you're sitting maybe in the living room with your family and it brought you back to good times. 
the essential oils have their own active properties and they work with your central nervous system to help you to relax or to feel energized depending on which essential oil. So wellness is a part of this, this brand. Why is it a part of the brand? It's a part of the brand because at that time I was teaching yoga classes where I learned about essential oils and what they could do for you in your practice. So as I started to make Soy Society Wellness, I wanted to keep that aspect in there. So our candles have intention names like well-being or confidence to establish that in your life. No, it's not some magic candle where you burn it and automatically feel confident, but it does help you if that's something you want on your own. I know for sure that I've seen you um, literally mix all these different types of scents and I mean literally to the smallest note at the end of it it's a masterpiece like where does your inspiration come from well in the beginning it was a bunch of trial and error like figuring out like okay I know I like this essential oil what do I want to mix it with so it's just like I'm not sure most of you have heard of Sean Paul and his song that he does with Keisha Cole give it to me he says like you know, that's the first song of his that was an original. All of his other songs, like Get Busy, they're, you know, these Jamaican rhythms that, you know, everybody has access to. So when you start with anything, whether that's music or a candle, get good at the basics. So if it's just figuring out, like, I know I like vanilla, then perfecting the vanilla candle and then going in and adding your own spin to it. Same as if you were a chef and you know your mom, you like your mom's red beans and rice, then you're going to start there and then you're going to make it better. So it's not about, you know, coming out of the gate and you got something that's 100% ready, store ready, because that's not going to be the case. You are going to fumble and mess it up a lot. And I suggest you do it quickly and fast and then, you know, get to the good step where you can say like, okay, now I have you know, what our brand concept is and the packaging that works. I've been, I've been through like three or four different packaging designs to where now, like I've had a few of our Instagram followers or major supporters come visit us at Farmer's Market. And her daughter's like, oh, mom, there's your candles. She didn't even see them at first, but her daughter who's seen them just on the shelf could recognize them. So, you know, stay true to you, most importantly, which is why I use the intention names and the essential oils, but do work on making it a good product. This is awesome stuff. So we're intentional about wellness. We're intentional about how we feel and we burn a candle to kind of help, help us in that direction. And I really appreciate this because quite honestly, guys, I'll be honest, I'm a little biased because I love the candle line and I do have my favorites. Like one of my favorites is Joyous. And the reason it's my favorite is because I'm just, I be full with so much joy most of the time. And it just kind of sets that intention. And it reminds me, I think that's probably the biggest part for me is that it reminds me of the person that I want to be. I really do appreciate you going back into this aspect of being um, very strategic in the beginning and that's how you kind of came up came up with your candle themes or your candle names liking a particular one and just building off of it is there any particular candle that is your favorite yes my absolute favorite is well-being that's been around since our first farmer's market and I will always have that one it is 100% essential oils with lavender patchouli and eucalyptus that is probably our most popular or second to most popular candle through all of the years we've been around. All right, guys, we will be right back from this short break. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. 
Hey guys, welcome back from the break. And again, we're going to go straight into it because again, these are some really great questions coming from an awesome entrepreneur here in the Austin area, the owner of Soy Society Wellness, which is this terrific candle line. It is changing noses and minds one sniff at a time. That's my new tagline. Okay, sorry. If you got a better one, you can use your better one. But without further ado, Again, Ms. Jasmine Cormier. Uh, Ms. Cormier, uh, my question to you is, in regards to mental health, um, what challenges might you have been facing and how has your candle line helped you? Yes, so although I started teaching yoga, I did get into the practice of meditating. So I encourage those who you know buy our candles to meditate with them. So not only do you burn them so they smell good, but also so they can create a space for you to sit for a moment, be present with who you are, and know that things are going to get better. I personally, when I'm making the candles, if I'm struggling and I'm having a really bad day where I'm feeling depressed or my anxiety is through the roof, then I won't make the candles. I really like that idea and I've heard it before. And I know some of the times we just say to ourselves like, oh, just muster through it, just get through it. But dealing with some, I mean, dealing with myself also who deals with anxiety and feeling overwhelmed. I know that key of just slowing down and saying like, hey, my mind isn't in it right now. So let me just wait because there's always a perfect time and a perfect place. And I think knowing that there's always a time and a place to do something and for you to be very aware of how you're making the candles and who you're sending them out to because you don't know who's going to order that candle and i understand like the aspect of making sure that they get a quality product and they enjoy it because if they do enjoy it they're coming back because these candles i kid you not guys i'm not joking they really do smell really, really great. I know for sure I've been following Ms. Cormier's line since, since she first started and they've only gotten better. What advice would you give to a younger person coming up dealing with these types of, um, you know, anxiety, depression, and being that you are more in control of your mental state, like how would you, what advice would you give them? Well, actually, my depression started many years ago. I remember, you know, we had moved to California and, you know, my first semester at the high school, it was great. Everybody like gave me this nickname because I came from Houston. So they call me Miss Houston and I was on all the sports teams and things were going great. And then the colder months came in to the year and I just got really depressed. So I started hanging with, you know, nobody. Um, I stopped hanging with my best friends. I just kind of like sit off to the side. I didn't really have any joy. I felt blah, but I didn't know that that was depression then. So what I would say to someone who's younger and they think like, okay, well, I don't know if this is how other people feel or how they're living their life, you know, but I would definitely talk with someone. I think that's always a great start. From there, you know, being open to all of the options that are out there. I know, you know, I know in my house, my household and many other black households, it's kind of taboo to talk about feeling sad or depressed or anxious. And it's like, no, you don't feel that way. Go sit down over there and do something. But really, sometimes it is a chemical imbalance. And, you know, you do need some type of help. 
you know this we're talking about faith family and single life here so there is nothing that miss cormier didn't say she wouldn't talk about so of course we're going to dive straight into relationships because hey why not and then on top of that we're young and we're dating and we're doing stuff and we're trying to be adults you know they're writing books like i told y'all they're writing whole books to help us so we got to help each other you know it's all in community my first question is how has the dating scene been out here as a young professional in austin texas I think that the dating scene has lots of challenges. <laughs> um, and that's just because, you know, a lot of times we want to find someone who's like equally yoked with us. And, you know, it can be far and few in between where you're meeting people who you feel are meeting like some of your checkpoints. And then you realize like, okay, uh, maybe that person isn't there or your friends may think you're being too picky. So then you convince yourself that this relationship may not be so bad because this is a great person only to later decide like, no, I want what I want. And, you know, kind of staying true and firm with that. So. And how has dating been like in general? Dating has, us, has been up and down. <laughs> <laughs> um, right now it's going well. So excited to see the possibilities and outcomes. Is there any advice that you would tell a young professional currently about dating in Austin? Well, just as a professional, I would make sure that you establish what you desire from that person. Like I know since I work full time and I'm my own boss and I have to manage my own time, I do have to set parameters on like, you know, my phone's on do not disturb between this time and this time so I can focus because it's super easy to get caught up in phone calls along with responding to emails. And y'all know, like I mentioned, I do have anxiety. So I try to like you know, letting them know, like, I do miss you. I think about you. But right now, like, I have to kind of shut off some of those feelings and focus on, you know, what's in front of me and what I have to do. Dating has been really complicated in the past for me, I know, because one, I held out for so long because I didn't want to, like, end up wasting my time. I think that's the biggest thing. And I think Austin, there's just so many people trying to climb the ladder and become successful that a lot of them, in my opinion, even the women, women and men, you know, they're just so focused, hyper-focused on work and being professional and making their business or their their day-to-day um, -day job be successful. And so we do find ourselves like with this tunnel vision of just being professionally successful. Have you had any, any trouble in that department as well? So much trouble in that department. Like I'll go home for the holidays and have this one aunt and she'll be like, oh, well, you're not married yet. You still got a little time. And <laughs> you know, in my mind, I hear that emphasis on little, like, huh. and it does make, make me at least think back, like, okay, like, am I focused too much on that? Or, you know, there've been times where I was dating and then it didn't work out because, you know, he felt like he didn't have a place in my life. And my dad will be like, well, are you making space in your life for them? Or, you know, are they just like a little piece of your life? It can't get hard juggling both of those things and feeling like, okay, well, you know, can you have it all? Can you be the successful entrepreneur and have a successful, healthy, stable relationship? I think that's probably always the biggest tug of war, trying to balance. Even myself, you know, like I spend so much time like in my day to day and then you get out of your day to day. And I know for a while you were doing the day to day and you were doing your candles and you were volunteering and doing other things. But let me say this, and I, I think Ms. Cormier would agree, like when you're in a space, that someone is worth being in and then 
you have the uh, stability to kind of concentrate and carve out that time. And in some aspects, I feel like it becomes easier to date. Whereas when you're kind of just still trying to really focus on you, you know, and I do think you should have a selfish time. You should be very much so engulfed in your work because again, like I say, there's always a time and a place. And I think for you to find that balance, you have to be first balanced. And you won't find that balance, in my opinion, until you've either found out who you really are or found your place in work. Then you can start inviting some, 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 some dating, some real dating in. Or uh, maybe I'm wrong. Any thoughts on that? No, I agree. I definitely had a period of singleness where I focused on not being tied to this idea like, okay, I need to be married by 27, have my first kid by 29 and, you know, buy my first house. Like I did all these things out of order, but I would have, I mean, I own my own house now and I bought my house for my 29th birthday. And then on my 30th birthday, I bought myself a little diamond ring and, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and it's not because like someone else couldn't have got those things for me or that I couldn't have waited for someone to get that for me. It's just that I didn't want to be unhappy waiting for things that may or may not come on the time frame that I wanted. So just by knocking it out and doing it myself, I still feel good about who I am and I'm still able to make space for someone. I think that's really good because it does create unnecessary pressure. Like the moment you start releasing those thoughts of where you've seen yourself when you were 25 or where you've seen yourself when you become 30 like the moment you release those things and you just be like okay take me as I am like those days that's when I feel like you really start living life and I, I I'm with Miss Cormier when she was like fail as fast as you can like fail young fail when you're 16 and you're 17 and you're 18 because you got so much bounce back now you know you get a little older your knees start to pop and it's sad because you're still young, but your knees be popping. So you get it out when you're really, really young. Like find you ASAP. Find yourself when you're young. Like find yourself ASAP when you're young. Well, I agree to that, um, to fail fast and to find yourself when you're young because when you do that when you're younger, you don't have as much responsibility as you do when you get older. Like you can make more, you can take more risks and fail because maybe, you know, you don't have a car note, you don't have student loans, don't have a mortgage, you know, so you do have a little more disposable income and time to make those mistakes. I do agree with that. So, uh, Ms. Cormier, uh, my question for you is, what is um, the Bible verse that you've been kind of meditating on this week? Yes, that one is Romans 8.28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, or and otherwise said, all things are working for my good. And, you know, to me, that's helpful just because every day it's something new. And it's like, oh my gosh, like I didn't plan for this. I didn't account for that. Or maybe they happen things that, you know, I should have known better. Like I know I need to order supplies on Monday. So that way I can prep candles and, you know, batch make them on Thursday, Friday, get ready for the weekend. But then I didn't do something. And then it becomes like this like panic there's been times where I didn't order the labels and someone will order that one that I'm out of and then now it's like a panic you know when I think all things are working for my good it's like okay well let me just make sure I put more systems in place so that way things can continue to run smoothly and efficiently and what book would you recommend we read the book I recommend you read is 
Loving What Is by Byron Katie. What causes us to have a lot of anxiety or anger or just any of the negative emotions is because, you know, we're thinking that we can control the reality that's in front of us. So, you know, if you may be struggling to get your kid to like do homework or clean up and now you're frustrated, that's because you're trying to live their life. Like, no, you said it and, you know, know that you said what you were supposed to, but you can't argue with what it is. So put something in place where you can navigate or deal with that situation better. Before we go, what do you want your customers to know about you and Soy Society Wellness? Well, Soy Society Wellness creates essential oil aromatherapy soy candles that are made for your mind, body, and soul. So again, check them out because the essential oils are going to help you feel better as you burn them. So they're not just candles that smell good, but they are creating a space for you to try something different like today. I sat with the candle on and just laid there and did absolutely nothing for 10 minutes because I'm always busy. I'm always doing something. I work, I wake up and I like get busy with the day and then I'm just going, 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 going until it's time to like shower and go to bed. So, you know, we are human beings, but I sit there and do all day. So, you know, just try something different with your candle. If not, you know, Research the candle brands that you are buying and supporting from because some of those big box stores have ingredients in there that you wouldn't want to burn. What I want them to know about me is that I focus a lot on making sure I'm the best version of myself. So I spend time reading my self-help books, you know, loving the parts of me that aren't so pretty and being content with the idea that I'm doing my best. Guys, before I go, I do want to mention some of the fun names that Miss Cormier has for her candles. And I think that they're so cute. Like her newest line has flow and uh, strength, wisdom, gratitude, um, presence. Let me tell you, they are room filling. And so you're going to smell it as soon as you walk through the door. Really awesome candles. And I would love for you guys to go and patronize her shop and support her as that's what all small businesses need, right? All small businesses need some support. So support them. Last but not least, Ms. Cormier, where can we find you? Yes, you can find us on our website, www.soysociety.com. You can shop in person at the Whole Foods location on Lamar or in Caves. You can also drop into Lilla and Beth or Amanda Beer Jewelry. And if you want to catch me, join me on Saturdays at the Wolf Ranch Farmer's Market in Georgetown. And you guys are tuning in to the best station, 88.7 with Miss Icy on the Grow Through Radio Show. In the meantime, in between time, you guys be blessed, be inspired. Bye.